two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Season 7, this is the second episode in Season 7, 2021, January 14th, episode 247. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, On today's episode, we have lots of little different stories, nothing really major stories happening. Uh, We're going to be talking about Lucasfilm. Uh, They're back as publishers for Star Wars, and Disney has the umbrella. We talked about this last February, actually. Uh, last February, Disney actually put out there that they wanted to get other people that were interested in making Star Wars games, and now here we are, January, almost 11 months later, um, to the date, uh, actually, Pat, just a little past, um, where they where they talked about that they, they want to do that. We're going to be talking about U, uh, USPS employees stealing stuff. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Massive Entertainment making one of those Star Wars games. We're going to be talking about Mass Effect, uh, the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition coming out. We're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves a little bit. We've been playing a little bit of Sea of Thieves. Uh, And I guess a little bit of other just random topics along the way um, on today's show. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'm 30 and Still Gaming. Joining me is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Another week. Juiced up on caffeine. Let's do this. <laughs> so <clears throat> you can watch us live here, 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday nights on YouTube.com, or you can listen to us after the fact over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm in audio formats. And again, um, if you like to go above and beyond and help us out on this channel, you can go in and become a, a member, a join member. Um, Sarge, your audio, lower your gain, oh. lower your gain a little bit because you're you're your gain's a little high. I don't want to touch anything. Yeah. I don't want to have yeah, a, another fucking problem today. Yeah, your gain, your your gain's All a little right. high. My my gain is now at ten o'clock. That's that's good. That's good. All right. How's chat doing? What's going on, chat? Thanks for showing up today. All right. So the first ep- uh, first topic I want to talk about is we've been starting to play Sea of Thieves. See, you came back in on Sea of Thieves. Uh, it's changed a lot. In the uh, the last time we played, I think the last time we jumped into Sea of Thieves, it was like May of last year. The last time I played Sea of Thieves, there was no ghost ships. Oh well, then you're much earlier. You're it's it's changed a lot for like you. I played, I played I played one time. I'm like, oh look, ghost ships, like we talked about, and then I never played again. Yeah, yeah, because when Sea of Thieves first originally launched, I said, man, they need NPC ships, they need ghost ships, they need they need. They've added everything. They've added all the stuff that I said in the very beginning. Right. Absolutely. And how many years has it been? It's it's been two years. It's been two years. They're starting their third year. They're starting their third year. Um, so overall, it's a really good experience. Like we did a tall tale adventure yesterday. We did a tall tale adventure yesterday. What did you have you ever done a tall tale adventure, Sarge? You did yeah. the you did the puzzles yeah. with us last time, didn't you? Oh, yeah, no, you? I was the I was I was the guy that was stuck behind four times. I was the guy behind the entire time. Well, you mean when we went through the obstacle course yesterday? Yeah, that that whole that whole scenario, that was total goonie. Yeah, well, 
Go through the cave. Don't die. Secret passage. Go ship in the middle of a cavern. That's yeah. Goonie. Yeah. The whole thing was Goonie. Yeah. I loved it. I, I love the way Rare has done the, the, the whole experience in Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is a very and – and people that have watched this show, this is like a broken record to, to, to them, right? Sea of Thieves is this beautifully done game. It really is just a fun game to play. But if you play it and you have a bad experience, you're like, this game is absolute trash, yeah. right? You're like, this is garbage or whatever. And they're getting better at making it uh, where it's less trash. And what I mean by trash is like you you put in – you put in three, four hours of your time. You have gold and all this stuff, and you don't get back to an actual outpost to drop it off, and you die. There, it's absolute. Like it's, it could be the best experience or the worst experience of your life. Okay, I don't recommend going in single player unless you're like yeah, but, someone that really knows what you're doing. Yeah, but the, the the whole point of that game, like the the part to remember, the whole point of that game is just to hang out with your friends and have fun just to fuck, just to yep. fuck around yep there is no leveling system better weapons than somebody else it's just everybody's on the same playing field you're just you learn whatever's in the game to fuck around with just to, to fuck around with other people like where you put the explosive barrel right, right. where do you put the crying chest when you when you when you fire you fire yourself in a cannon with a bucket of water so when you land on the guy's boat you're flooding his boat you know what i mean like all the bizarro shit that happens in that game yeah. that has nothing to do with is my gun or weapons better than yours, right? Like what right. stops me from what stops me from going on their boat? I'm curious. I just I thought about this the other night. What stops me from going on their boat, filling up my bucket of water from their from their faucet and dumping it in their boat? Nothing. What stops? Nothing. That that fills up the boat too. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, you can just pump, weird, you can just pop and, and, and then just and then just dump it in. Right. That's a weird. That's a weird attack. I mean, it's 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 a interesting attack, but an attack nonetheless. It's not a, a direct attack. Yeah, it's the 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 mechanics as as uh, Mo's saying in chat are are amazing. They are. They're amazing. Everything about the game, about f sailing the boat, the 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 sail mechanics, the wind mechanics, the water mechanics, the 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 NPCs of the of the of the ships. Everything about the game is a very beautiful game. It's it's a, it's literally a game like you like you said, Sarge, just to have fun. Now, if you go in yeah. there going, I need a level, I need a level, I need a level, and you lose your shit, you're you're it's you're controller you're controller breaking, right? But if you go in there just to have fun, to go do the if you do a tall tale, the tall tales are on. What happened? You can't hear us. Uh, the tall tales are so good. Okay. The, the way they, they make the stories where you have to read the books and read the maps and then read the notes and then take the clues, go to islands, figure out the puzzles, and then get a key, go find a thing. Hey, go go light that torch. You know what I mean? There's so many things that you have to do, which you feel like you're lost, but at the same time, you're not lost because you're like, oh, hold on a second. I can figure it out. Uh, it gives you little little clues. It says go to this island, and you go to this island. You're exploring the island. Think about th what I've always said about other games: time management, right? Respect the player's time, and also um, intentionality. Destiny's getting rid of stuff in the game, right? They're getting rid of because because people are not using those worlds. Okay, there's just nothing to do on the islands or 
in in Sea of Thieves. All right, go ahead. There's there's a difference though between they're not using them and they purposely make it to where there's nothing to do in that piece of content so no one plays it and then say nobody's using it. No, but that's what my, my point is Sea of Thieves, they have 30 islands, 20 or 30 islands, okay? And you're not using each island all the time every day, but they give you clues to go do this. They give you treasures. They constantly keep their world relevant, right? There's intentionality to everything. I picked up a random quest. It sends me across the map to a small island you you didn't think you were going to go to, right? They're constantly using everything. Where the, the the islands are so small, but yet they're detailed because they each have hundreds of different like um uh logos and and uh, points of interest. You know what I mean? There's like a lot of things to do. Hidden caves that you didn't know that were there. You were already on the island. You find something else. You go back. You find there's a hidden cave. You go into it. The way Rare is doing this game is phenomenal. Okay. I think it's a perfect fit for Game Pass. Okay. It's been out for two years now. The microtransactions that are involved in there, they're expensive. Like you can pay $15 for a ship. Okay. But for the most part, everything there, you can get a lot of cosmetics for in game currency. And then they have like pets, and then they have like different like holiday bundles for weapons, skins, and stuff like that. But nothing gives you a paid advantage in any way, shape, or form. I think they've done a really good job with the emissary, uh, which you didn't get to experience. But now when you go in the game, there's more more challenges to do, more daily things to do. Um, there's there's for each faction, there's more things to do. They're gonna in, they're gonna put a plunder pass in, which is a season pass. There's a paid version and a, a non-paid version. But this this works out well now because if I don't put any if if I spend an hour getting a whole bunch of gold chests and then I'm going back and I get killed by a kraken or an NPC or a PvP player and I lose all my gold, it's okay now because in the plunder pass, every time I dig up something, I get experience towards my my past every time i turn in something i also get more to the past so i'm still accomplishing something and still getting rewards for something especially with the daily stuff that's going on in the game like if you uh dig up six chests or go find seven islands you're rewarded with some custom item right with a with a cosmetic but yes but still but the way that that's structured is the game is designed to be open where if you can make it home, you can make it home. Otherwise, at any moment, someone could try to kill you and take your shit. That's the game. So part of the game, which they've been asking for forever, where people just want a passive server so they can just explore the world with their with their kids or whatever else and not have to worry about people jacking their shit. And so that just being in the game as an option, it's now part of a paid season in order for me to get experience for stuff that I might not make at home. Well, well, no, no, it's it's free and paid. So the, the paid track would be like um, there's a certain gun that you skin that you can't get or you won't be able to get this certain currency in the in the past. So like every like five or ten things in the season pass will be locked to you, right? So let's say yeah, I get it, but it's still it's still hidden that way. Like yeah. it's not part of the game. As Willie says, the pirate trolls ruin the game, but that's but that's not ruining the game. It's a pirate game, yeah, Willie. It's called like, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that's right. the game. It's in like, the title not, of the actual game. It's, it's not like Gilligan's Island with pirate adventure. It's it, the whole game is straight up pirates. People are going to just jack stuff. That's the game. Right. You signed on just like you hit the accept button for the the uh, uh, agreement when a game starts. True. I, yeah. I want to play. I want to play this game. 
Yeah. This is the game. But I completely understand how people get mad because, listen, nobody likes their time wasted. The game can be fun. Totally cool. But on some level, there's got to be something that I've worked towards is the reason why I played it, right? In the old days, it was just levels. What level did you get to? Well, I finished level four, or I finished level five, or I got the boss in level 10, and I made it to the end of level seven. Like, progression. In this game, there is no progression on that level. It's go wherever you want to do, yeah, do whatever like, you do. Yeah, there, well, there is progression, but progression for for different missions and different things. It's not like a a, a full-on leveling which makes you better or stronger. It's just it's a checklist. It's a checklist thing. <clears throat> Yeah, so what Willie's saying, though, you're absolutely right, though, Willie. Like, if you're a person that doesn't like confrontation or doesn't want to partake in that PvP realm, I 100% get you, man. I, I'm the same way. Like, most of the time, I don't want a PvP. If I turn in my stuff and if they want to attack me, I let them sink me. I let them get their jollies off of me by sinking my ship, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Right? I already turned my stuff in, okay? I, I'm, I'm confident in my sailing skills that I can outrun anybody or maneuver away from them and they'll get bored because the difference between me and them is they want and they have short attention spans. And I'll just sit there for four hours just sailing away and doing absolutely nothing. Just knowing at the end of the day that they didn't catch me and they're pissed. Right. And I'll be like, can't catch me, bro. <laughs> you know, and I'm happy. Even though I didn't turn in a goddamn thing, I know that I'm a better sailor than that person. Okay. And that that to me alone is 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 fun. Because most most of the most of the uh, trolling pirates don't have the attention. You're right. The attention span to follow you around long enough. If you make it, if you make it too long to get you, then they're, they're wasting they, their time. They get bored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're wasting their time. Willie, I understand one hundred percent. I said this game is a very. Uh, were you by yourself? Were you by yourself and you wasted two hours? Come on, Willie. Were you by yourself? Come on. Come on. It's it was him. It was him and his paraplegic friend. <laughs> Is if you were by yourself, if you were by yourself, it is one, rough. One man, one man sloop is a giant bullseye on your yeah. brain. It's like playing Dark Souls. It's like playing Dark Souls. You're you're by yourself. You have no idea what you're doing. Even if you know what you're doing, yeah. If you're by yourself, it's it's an absolute, completely different experience. If you're if you're with a crew, right? They've customized this. They've 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 custom and handcrafted this game to be a co-op game okay to play on a pirate ship when you first started this game there was no sloop there was no brigantine it was just a galleon and it was a four-man crew now you could lock your crew and be the only man on the ship but it wasn't meant to be a single-player game people begged them to make a single-player game because they there wasn't enough people playing and it was really hard to pilot the big ship by yourself so they asked for a small ship, and then they made a small ship. They made the sloop. But when you're in the sloop by yourself, and you come across another sloop that has two people, a two-person sloop in this game is the strongest ship in the game. Is the strongest ship in the game. Not a four-man crew on the, on the, on the galleon. A two-man crew that knows what they're doing on a sloop is the most dangerous ship in the game. Okay? Yeah, but I understand 100% that if you're by yourself, I... It's controller-inducing braking. You're like, Argh! right? So that's the biggest thing. The intentionality and player's time. Respecting the player's time is the worst thing in here. 
if you, if you take two yes. hours and then get back to your yes. outpost. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, three hours, three hours in, four hours in, where it's like you're and you're on an actual ship. <laughs> Dude, we've been still, we've been sailing around for hours. We haven't seen or done shit. Right. But we've been talking to each other, laughing, yeah. Yeah. and getting our shit stolen. And now I'm mad because nothing's happened. I, right. Right. Three right. hours of nothing. So, yeah, Willie. So hang out, for, hang out for a couple of weeks. If you want to play in a crew, in, in in a crew, come back in. We'll play as a crew. Yeah, it's right? it, because it, it's fun. When sometimes, you play sometimes we'll just get a bunch of people together who are just we're we're just angry, and we'll just get on the boat and go. We're going after everybody, Any, we see. anybody, like, and everybody. We don't, like we don't pick up, we don't pick a mission. We go any boat on the water is where we're going for. First one we see, we're going. We raise the pirate flag, and then we go. That's it. <laughs> we're going after everybody. That's it's a good time. <clears throat> I, I tell my 11 year old daughter she's part of the problem <laughs> she and her friends go around taking everyone's treasure and sinking the ships loving every minute of it <laughs> what's really cool about sea of thieves they made the reaper flag where you you set the reaper flag up and you're telling everybody that you want to battle that you want to fight okay right but everybody can see you on the map so if they want to if they want to stay away from you they can right and that's the thing i think I think that's even a better way to go. I think flying the Reaper flag and then doing missions is better off because they're like, I don't want nothing to do with that crazy guy because they're well, out to get people. We might have to try that. Well, uh, well, unless you come across the people that want to fight and they're like, oh, there's a Reaper. Let's go get him. Right. Well, wouldn't they wouldn't they also put a Reaper flag up if they want to fight? Isn't well, they don't the have to put a Reaper flag. Reaper? You could just you could just fight. There's people that fly surrender flags and then shoot you in the face. They don't care. There's no rules. It's a pirate game. Mm. There's right. no there's no code of honor between pirates. Well, there there's supposed to be. There's supposed to be the, the the rule of the seas a little bit for pirates a there, little bit. Well, there is the rule of sea of thieves. Yeah. There is. There's a little thing that you can read that you're supposed to be nice to each other. You're not supposed to go tell eat a dick, I, right? I you're thought, not you're I not thought, supposed to I thought the I thought the lights on the boat also was like not uh, non-verbal communication. Like if you're flying around and you have lights on, then like you're more of a passive person, but if you're running with lights off, then it means like they really want to play. I thought there was like some kind of unwritten code there. There, there was guys the other night we were playing, and we had the Reaper chest. Me and Fix were playing. We didn't know what to do with the Reaper chest. I've never got a Reaper chest before, so they knew where we were going, but we didn't know where we were going. So they met us at the Reaper hideout. I saw their boat, and they had the flag, the white flag, and I was like, "Oh, well, maybe they want to join forces and like turn it in." So I left the Reaper flag on the on the ship. Let Fix on the ship. I shot myself over to the island, and when I came up on the island. They didn't even give me a chance. I walked up on the island and they shot me in the face. I went, okay, they're not friendly. We're not doing it. We're about to get off anyway. So I took the Reaper chest. We went super far away, dropped it in the water, and then I logged out. <laughs> right? Because they're not going to get the Reaper chest because by the time they they go over there, it would sink to the bottom of the ocean. Right? And that, to me, made me feel better. That's 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 it's, it. It's your, it's your own victory. Right. Right. All right. Let me... Uh, Bring up the next. Uh, so I, I do. I do love Sea of Thieves. It, we, we've gotten back into it. It's a fun game. I'm waiting for the season pass because I think it'll give it more intentionality when you when you play through it. I love how you said that your 11 year old daughter is part of the problem. I, that, that, <laughs> I can just see her just like eat it, die. Yeah, but, yeah, but but he says right there. It says her and her friends go around stealing yeah. people's treasures. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a bunch of touristas running around. Yeah. yeah. Not not even teens yet, they're 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 just angry angry girl pirates just running around just stealing everyone's treasure. I would get more upset with uh, the squeaky voices if I heard the voices. For some reason, I can't. 
I tried to play with my four-year-old at the time when he was four, right? And we were playing on a, on a server. The guy comes over and attacks us. We literally had, like, the shittiest chest that you could possibly have in the game. He comes over on our boat and starts to shoot us in the face. And I just stood there and I go, you know you're attacking a, a father and a four-year-old. He just wants to sail. And you're, and, and you're literally attacking us. He's like... He's like, eat shit, bro. And, he, and, and, and then he shot, shot him in the face. I was just like, all right, buddy. And meanwhile, my, son, is... my son's crying because he's, all he wants to do, is, all he wants to do is, is, is ride a boat, right? So then I went to the, the, the test servers instead because the test servers, there's not assholes on the test servers because they're, they're literally just testing stuff out on the test servers. So we just go on the test server and we, and we go around and it doesn't keep track of anything. Right, but yeah, they just shoot a four-year-old in the face, and they're like, "Fuck you, bro!" And it's like, "All right, buddy, have a nice day." You know, it's 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 ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. All right, I want to I want to start um, real quick. I had a, a video come out today on YouTube. It's uh it's about the Marvel Avengers game, and Spider Man's approaching really fast, right? So people in our chat came up. Um, I forget who it was. Was it? Was it uh, Seeking? I don't know if it was Seeking or, or, or not on over on Twitch. But he came in and said, I think Spider-Man's going to be in the game. And he started talking. I was like, oh, maybe you're right, right? Because right now, Kate Bishop's in the game. And you don't have to play Kate Bishop at all to be on the, on the actual missions, right? You can just play the missions with all your other characters in the Kate Bishop actual stuff. So Spider-Man's approaching us, and people are starting to lose it. They're like... Spider-Man's gonna break this game. Spider-Man, people are gonna be more depressed than ever, right? Because they're they're angry because we can't play Spider-Man. And they're like, PC and Xbox are not gonna be able to play Spider-Man. And that's the case. Sure, you're not gonna be playing Spider-Man. But if Spider-Man comes in the game, he might have a story like Kate Bishop. He might have cutscenes like Kate Bishop. But you don't have to be Kate, you don't have to be Spider-Man. You can just play. The story that comes with him, fight the boss that comes with him, do the maps that come with him, do the missions that come with him. You just won't get to play as Spider-Man on Xbox and PC. So I think this might be the way that Spider-Man comes in, which gives more content to everybody else. Everybody gets the exact same thing, except PlayStation gets Spider-Man. They get to level him up. They get the skills. They get the suits. They get whatever. That's the one thing they don't get. And this is why I think because of this, if it happens this way, I believe Spider-Man will be a timed exclusive, right? So what do you think, Sarge? Do you think they're going to give us the missions like they did with Kate Bishop and you just won't be able to be Spider-Man on the two two consoles, right, on the two systems? I mean, if, if they – here's how it would go in, in terms of development. If they know they need to release something – and because of the Spider-Man issue, that would hold it back even longer because of the time exclusive. I think probably they would modify the missions to where any character can do the mission. And then later on, when Spider-Man's released, they'll probably add something on there that'll connect that'll connect the Spider-Man to the missions. Because I think waiting for Spider-Man to come out, like you said, I, I believe also it's a time exclusive, probably about a year. So yeah, six months to a year. I, I don't I don't think they can afford to wait that long. On, on giving out any kind of content. So maybe the missions will be there. You just don't get to play Spider-Man. That, right. that sounds, the cut, that sounds the, plausible. The, the cut scenes will be there. You'll see Spider-Man in your game, right? He might even be like Clint because Clint in the last mission of Kate Bishop's mission, Clint is fighting with you. Like you see him in the game, even though you can't use him yet, 
right? He's fighting and he's fighting along with you. So you have five NPCs or four NPCs in you. There's five of you. So I think this might this might be the way it comes. Like Spider-Man will come in and during his story missions, you'll get to play his story missions. You just won't get to play Spider-Man on the Xbox and the PC. But I think certain missions, he might be an NPC that comes in and he can actually be in your game. You just can't use him. That sounds that sounds plausible because I don't think I don't think they want to wait that long with trying to release any kind of content. They're, they're trying to get something into people's hands. Well, what do you mean? How do they supplement the PC? Supplement what though? Like while while PlayStation gets Spider Man, you're thinking like Xbox and PC need to get something as well. I mean, I think that's why I think they would get the missions. They would get the missions in the story. They just wouldn't get to use the character, which right now. If you have like Iron Man full, you know, fully linked up, and you don't want to use Kate Bishop at all, you can still play through the stories through Kate Bishop's story without ever using Kate. Do you think they own it? Do you think they owe it to PC and Xbox users to give them something to supplement, even though this time gated portion of Spider Man's access? Yeah, but I've answered that, right? I've answered that. I think they give them the story mission just like everybody else, right? Let, let's say Green Goblin's in the game; he's the boss for Spider Man or Venom. Is the is the boss for Spider Man, right? We all get to play against Venom as a boss. Like a new boss is in the game, the new missions are in the game, like everything's in the game except the actual playable character. Is missions stories enough in that question? Is it is it <clears throat> ever, is it ever enough? I mean, at this point, something's better you, than you, nothing you've already paid 60 bucks for and what we all paid 60 bucks for okay is that we paid for six characters a full complete story uh you know 15 hour story and six characters that can get up to level 50 and 150 with the gear and all the missions that are in there everything after that fact is is free to everybody playstation just because you're playstation just because you're born with a silver spoon in your hand okay you get an extra bonus of playing Spider-Man. So uh, do I think that are they owed? I don't because they made they made the the deal with the with with Sony and Crystal Dynamics. They made a deal and that's why I think it's time exclusive. So if it comes in later and that's why I think it's a time exclusive. If PlayStation gets it early and you get it 6 months to a year later, there's no big deal on that, right? Yeah, you you get to miss out on Spider-Man. Well, if you really wanted it so bad, then you would probably go buy a PlayStation, right? I will. So just, so just for the sake of argument, what was, what was the reciprocity for the strikes from destiny being in PlayStation? And we never got them. We did. We never got them in Xbox. Yeah. Right, a year later. Yeah. Right, right, right before the, yeah. the Xbox was changing out. Anyway, you got them. Like it could be something on that level. I mean, you'll get it eventually, but do you care at that point? Right. Well, the fighting games are different. Like if you got, if you got Soul Calibur on one system, it was this character. Then another character, like I think you got like Freddy Cougar, or you got Jason, and you got someone else, or whatever. Yeah. I hate deals like that. I don't think this is that type of deal. I think Marvel's Marvel. Sony said, "Well, we have Spider Man in our thing, and we want associate Spider Man with our system, so we want to buy, we want to sell more, more PlayStation Five. So they they threw some money at Crystal Dynamics for that. I I I." 100% believe that Spider-Man will be in all systems but in a, in a in a in a down the road you know yeah Yoda and Darth Vader yeah 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 uh speaking of which did you look up any more Xbox Series Xs anymore Mike have you been looking yeah I look every day all right 
Yeah, I'm there, just curious. Yeah, every day I look. There's there's a um a new shipment coming in supposedly Monday Monday Wednesdays. That's a standard. Yeah, that's a standard truck, truck days for the retail stores. Monday Wednesday. Yeah. So we well they said this weekend. So this weekend might be so starting tomorrow. There might be some more. So. Yeah, but as far as as far as Marvels goes, uh, I, I, that's the way I believe they're they're going to do it. If you want to listen to more of my, um, I, I talked about every rumor or leak in DLC character. Uh, it's over on our this channel right now. You can go listen to it. Uh, you know, check it out. Uh, I, I mean, if you want, George, I'll mail you the pins because I don't I don't need any more trashkeys in my house. <clears throat> to be honest, I don't really care if you want me to mail them to you. You say, <laughs> go to Twitter, send send me your address. I'll mail you the pins. And that way you can be happy. All right. So the next story I want to talk about is the USPS employees sentenced for stealing PlayStation and Nintendo consoles. Okay. A United States postal worker was fined and sentenced to home confinement after pleading guilty and embezzling multiple electronic devices from the mail. Okay. Many of them uh, uh, with a valuable electronics being transported through the mail, as well as through the delivery services like Amazon, it's a ripe season for thievery for the particular uh, United States Postal Service worker. His, this temptation proved too great, uh, said worker, was accused of later plead guilty to stealing multiple electronic devices, including a few gaming consoles, a few gaming consoles. He actually stole one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 24 PlayStations. He stole and five Nintendo switches. Yeah, but we but just 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 to cut you off there, just for a moment, we talked about that like as soon as the stories came out, we said it's an inside job. Well, that's just one guy. Yeah, I'm sure there's other right. people doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a he's a United States postalman, right? He has a pension. Yeah. Why would you steal fucking why would you jeopardize your pension from a government job? I don't get it. Fuck the I government. Fuck the I don't government. Get it. Power, power to the people. That's Nintendo power, right? Yeah, power. Wolverine, think about it this way. If he got if all he got was home confinement, which basically the, the planet is doing now anyway, home confinement, mm. right? If if that's all he got, then you know damn well that it's a, it was a first offense. Because that's grand theft. Grand theft you don't you don't get to go walking away from grand theft. It had to be. It had to be something. Well, I'm, let, let me let me read. It's it's hardly the first instance of recent memories of video game consoles being stolen from a delivery service. It's also the first instance of a console being stolen by a person whose job it was to make the delivery. An Amazon driver was fired for trying to steal a PlayStation 5, one PlayStation 5, further contributing to the difficulty of getting the consoles. Now, the United States Postal Service worker, however, was more prolific, taking an iPhone, a computer, a PlayStation, a Nintendo gaming device. In the case in the PlayStation 4 as his crime occurred before the PlayStation 5 release. Now, while these were some of the most valuable items stolen, there was not only ones that the employees also stole numerous articles of clothing in string of thefts stretching back before the crisis around the console shortages. While the driver accused of trying to steal the Xbox Series X was no doubt thinking of solely of the rare consoles, this United States Postal Worker employee was clearly aiming for the broader market. They were fined $20,000, and sentenced to three years of probation and the first nine months of it, which includes home confinement, which hardly sounds out of place because we're I'm I didn't oh, steal okay, any, but, I didn't steal anything and I'm in home confinement. Oh, okay, but once again, okay, how how bratty 
and and materialistic is his wife and kids that he's got a government job with a pension down the road yeah. and you got to <clears throat> steal playstations to try to make up more money for your wife and kids because obviously somebody's asking for shit that you can't afford on a government job with a pension I, i'm confused i'm confused why would you jeopardize something like that i don't know right What's going on? Like, yeah. what is going on? Uh, 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 is there any postal workers in chat? I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty good job, right? I mean, I, it's a good job. Yeah, it's it's a good it's, it's a good job. It's a good stable job, right? Of course, delivery workers are far from the greatest reason the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series consoles remain rare even now. PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X scalpers took advantage of the of the frenzy for the console and bought up a huge swath of them. Um, thieves are not, of course, limited to the actual delivery workers. The thieves are also anything. Uh, in the UK, there were gangs stealing packages, tactics straight out of the Fast and Furious movies. We're, we saw that a couple weeks ago where the trucks would pull up behind, cut the locks off the thing, open the truck, and then start passing them through like Vin Diesel was driving the car. Right? And they were doing like the Fast and Furious stuff. So, hey man, times are rough. But gaming still moves forward, right? Everyone needs a console. I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm down on my luck, but man, I got a Nintendo Switch. Man, I got an iPhone and I got my PlayStation 5. People's priorities are just way out of whack, man. Like if you're if your short-term goal is to jeopardize your long-term income, I mean, there's some there, there's a screw loose somewhere, man. Your brain is twisted. Right? I blame I'm blaming the wife, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Why is the wife I'm, I'm, I'm blaming the wife. There's she's there's like, no way. She's like I got there's I got no this way. iPhone. He's like she's like, "Well, can you can you get me a can you get the kid a Nintendo Switch?" Yeah, yeah, I think I could do a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. There's no way this guy's doing it just on his own. There's just no way, bro. It makes no sense. That makes no sense. You can't tell me in today's (laughs) day and age, you've got you've got a government job, okay? A steady government job with a pension in the back end, right? 20, 25 years in and you're set, right? And you're going, nope, I'm rolling dice. I'm I'm gonna roll dice. Like, what? Right? There are people. No jobs, no nothing. I'm a stay-at-home dad, and this is my job, and I don't want to go steal something. I guarantee you. You know what I mean? I guarantee you he's married with three kids. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Well, now he's $20,000 in debt and home confinement. You're punished. You're at home. Stay at home. We're all at home. (laughs) I mean, but let's be honest. Like, you once they start zeroing in on where stuff is missing, they're going to trace it back to your root. Like there, it's not like you're. It's not like you're in a movie, bro. And like you switch trucks three times, and you you got different right. ID badges, right. and you're gonna Jason Bourne this fucking thing. You you dropped off shit. You're a postman. Like if all the stuff that was on your route is missing, uh, I think they got two people to ask you and the guy you call out sick for, and it's him. That's it. Yeah. Like where where are you hiding? You're not hiding anywhere. It, may, it makes no sense, man. Drops it off. Drops it off of the dumpster. And if he's that, if he's that, if he's that dim-witted, how did he get the job? How did he get the job? It's just Sarge is breaking. Sarge is breaking down. So now he's blaming. He's blaming the city of the United States postal workers of how they hired him. Shows how dumb people are. Yeah, staying home with the woman is punishment enough. Hey, now, come on. Right now he's got to be home with her going. (laughs) I told you it wouldn't work. I told you it wouldn't work. I told you it wouldn't you work. Couldn't, you couldn't get me an iPhone. <laughs> I told you it wouldn't work. All right, next story. 
The new Mass Effect Legendary Edition release date leaked could be the real deal, okay? I don't even care about the date. The date says March 12th. My conversation to you is, Sarge, with all the remakes that you say they're going to happen, here's the first one that we know about, right? Are you interested? Because there's nothing, right? Cyberpunk was supposed to fill in a void and a gap, which it's not. We'll get on that in a, in a little bit. Are you interested in Mass Effect Legendary, where it's remastered, looks prettier? Are you up for that? <laughs> We're on a podcast, Sarge. You're gonna you're gonna have to have to use words because people yeah, need to I, yeah. need to hear what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I know, but it's like I, I guess I guess I'm in I'm in the I'm in the tail end of the age bubble for the time of that game being out, right? It's a great so game. If there's a, if there's a if there's a line on the screen and the bubble around the line is the age bracket inside the video game world, I'm like on the tail end of that, like. Yeah, I played it far enough back to where I remember it for what it was, and it was amazing. But is it really one of those games that I'm going to give EA some more money to play it again? <laughs> like for those of you that have never played it, like here's how it works: That's the, true. for the group of people, for the group of people that have never seen it, get to play it remastered, looks even more badass, and get to play the trilogy completely. That that whole new age bracket is going to have a blast because the game is fantastic. However. For myself, I, I I know the story. I know the ending. I know how the combat works. I know how everything. I love the game for what it was. But I'm not handing over another $60, $70 for a remake of a game I already played and finished. So so then you're not out on me. remastered Skyrim when it comes out and, <clears throat> and remastered Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. You mean you, mean, you mean a re-remastered? A re-remastered, yeah. A re-remastered because yeah. Skyrim already remastered. Yeah, but now it's re-remastered for the next-gen systems. I don't know if that's coming I mean, out. I'm just I'm just <clears throat> making up. I mean, re-remastered? I mean, listen. my re re The only... The only... Remastered. <laughs> the only thing I'm... Listen, this is the saddest statement I'm going to say. The only thing I'm interested in on the next-gen system is to get a next-gen system and be able to run the mods that I want to run for, for Fallout 4 and Skyrim. Like, that's sad. That 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 is the level of excitement I have. Like I'm excited about that. I want to play Fallout 4 with the mods that are badass. By the way, they just don't work too well on console because of the hardware that we're using. But with the new system, the mods work really well. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, Water asked me today in chat, right, in on our on our Twitch show live. Uh, he said, "What games are you looking forward to this year?" And I went complete silence. I was like, "I'm." I'm not interested. I don't know. I, I I don't know what's out that I'm like, there's no game that I need to play. There's no game right now that I'm like, I want that game now. The only game I could name that came, the first game that came to my head is is Hytale, which is a, a voxel based game like Minecraft, but it's an adventure game, which I think looks very cool. But I don't even know if that's coming out anytime soon. Right. I could not think of any game that's coming out that I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for this. Right. I guess I could say Cyberpunk 2077 when it comes out in 2022 when it's actually done. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know. There's nothing there's nothing that I'm looking forward to. I'm not even looking forward to Halo Infinite. I'm not. I'm not even ha I'm not even excited about Halo Infinite. I'm not excited about Oh, you know what game I'm excited for? And I don't even know the name. I don't even know the game. It was on the Video Game Reward Show, guys. It was that um 
that medieval looking game. What was that? The the, the same people that made um Black Desert. Black Desert. What was that? What was that game? It's not it's not Black Desert, but it's uh it's the other it's the other type of game. It looks phenomenal, like in visually. It's like medieval looking. No, it wasn't Hellblade. It's not Hellblade. What which which game is this now? It I forget what it was. Water, if he's in chat, he'll know what I'm talking about. Um it it was it was shown at the video game awards. It's the same people that made Black Crimson Desert. Wheezy, there it is. That's it. Crimson Desert looked really interesting to me, but I'm not like, oh my God, I need that game. But that game, but see, I didn't even know what the name was. You see what I'm saying? Like I was, I was like, it looks cool, but I'm not like, put me down for that. Like, I don't know. Crimson Desert looks really interesting to me. It looks really cool. So I think that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to that or Hightail, or the expansions that come out for Avengers, or the next No Man's Sky update, or the next Fallout 76 update. You see a trend here? Or Anthem 2.0. Games I've already paid for years ago that I'm waiting for them to actually become good again, or interesting again, or to keep my attention again. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll throw a hand grenade. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw a hand grenade. Right, you know what game would be good for remake right now? Because the technology has come so far. I'll tell you what games. Back in the day, the Commodore 64 and the Amiga had a had a, a Keystone Capers. All right, had, had a series <laughs> of games called Cinemaware. That was the name of the company at the time, and they had it came from the desert. It came from the desert too. They had uh, the the Rocketeer, right? It was like these story driven games with some strategy portions, but it was more like a story driven game with. This technology now, they can remake those games and they would do well. Like something, something that maybe that you remember that's closer to that is like a game like Full Throttle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Right? I, here, I'll tell you what games I'm looking forward to that don't have years when they're coming out. Don't know what years they're coming out. I'm looking forward to that Transformers game we read about a couple weeks ago. Right? As long as it's not mobile. Right? As long as it's not mobile. No, it's not mobile. Right? I'm looking forward to that Transformers game. I'm looking forward to that open world Star Wars game that Massive is going to make that they just announced. Okay, I'm looking forward. Ubisoft, everyone, calm down. Yeah, it's all right. I, look, it'll, it'll be it'll be Assassin's Creed, Star Wars. Star Wars, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You put a lightsaber in the Assassin's Creed's uh, hand. Fantastic. I'm sold. Right? No lightsaber. Assassin's Creed. Lightsaber. Best Star Wars game ever. Right? <laughs> that's that's it. That's that's the way it goes. I'm looking. I'm looking for games that pique my interest that I can just dive into. I really hope Outriders is good. I know it's not going to last for like three years or four years, but I really hope it's good. I want to like that game and the loot system and stuff that's in that game. But I'm not excited for any games l- launching this year. So, chat. What about you guys? As far as um, Mass Effect Legendary, uh, the Legendary, uh, are you guys? excited for that are you guys going to get it let me know in chat if you guys are interested in the mass effect game uh the remastered version it, it, it'll definitely it'll definitely have its audience oh of Think course about how many years ago was it since it came out since mass effect originally mass effect came out it came out mass like, effect 3 uh mass effect 3 eight, came out eight, 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 no, eight no, years no. ago 10 years ago yeah about eight years ago 2013 2014 i think mass effect 3 12 maybe i don't even know i can look it up All real right, fast. so think about think about what the age bracket pool is 
between the ages of 12 to 18 now. There's a whole generation of people that haven't, right? There's a whole generation of people that have no idea what Mass Effect is. I'm sure it'll make a killing. Oh, yeah, because the kid that was eight years old, the kid that was eight year old that didn't know anything about Mass Effect, now he's 16 years old, and now he'll probably be interested. And he gets to play the whole series. He doesn't have to wait years in between. He gets to play the whole series. Stealth says he's all in. Yeah. Never played Mass Effect, so I'm going to get the Legendary Collection. Nice. It's look, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> and I was older when I played it, right? Um, Mass Effect 2, and I, I I wasn't a big fan of those type of games. When I played Mass Effect 2, it like changed it changed my perspective. I love that game so much. Mass Effect 2 is probably one of the one of my favorite games of all time. That I've never played a game where I felt so attached to my crew. Okay, it was such like Mass Effect one was good, but Mass Effect two, I love the stories of the the people in my crew. I love going back on the ship and just saying where I was going to go. I loved all of that. I loved the whole thing. When I had to make my choices at the end of the game, I was like, I, I, I cried. I cried because the crew that I thought was going to live. It's a good story. Died. And I was like, story. I was like, oh my god! And I, I'm a person that doesn't reload a save. I take what I want because I want that emotion. I want to feel connected to the story, so I don't reload. I go, oh, made a wrong choice. No, I play it the one time through, and that's it. And then if I, I want to change it the next time, I'll, I'll, I'll play it differently. It was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal game. No go for me. <clears throat> Excited for Outriders. I hope Outriders is good. I really do. All right, so Mass Effect. Oh, Smash, Smashville Vikings in my boat. They said anything else about, about the uh, the Boulder's Gate? Oh, Boulder's oh, Gate. Maybe Sarge. Sarge's Oof. a big Boulder's Gate person. Oh, buddy. That, that is that supposed to come buddy. out this year? Viking? I don't hey, know. Viking, have you played? I know. I know it's not the <clears> same. But as far as present day on the console, have you played Divinity, Divinity Original Sin one and two? Have you played that series? It's supposed to be really because good. Because that's like Baldur's Gate to the to the crazy level. For console, I mean, for what the, for what happens on console, it's a great game. If you've not played Divinity Original Sin, one and two, that's your Baldur's Gate of right now. Mo, is it Baldur's Gate's already out, like out out, or is it in early access or whatever? <clears throat> no, it can't be. Baldur's Gate's not out yet. It may be coming out this year. They're talking about it. Is it already out, Wheezy? I played Bo- uh, Borderlands 3 Early Access. I have over 50 hours in it. <clears throat> you have it on your list. Okay. Yeah, I, did, I, mean, I, I didn't think it was out yet. <clears throat> the learning curve on Divinity Original Sin is, is pretty severe. If it's been a long time since you've done a turn-based uh, story-driven game RPG like that, the the magic and the abilities for the characters is a little bit is a little more difficult to get your head wrapped around. It's not the standard D and D type of thing, but the D and D rules are there. The D twenty is there. Like the rules for D and D are there. I think I'm pretty sure it's fifth edition, if I'm not mistaken. But it's done really well. It's done really well. Um, the next story I want to talk about 
Well, we already got that one done. Okay, so let's talk about. I mean, where is it? Cyberpunk. I gotta bring up the Cyberpunk one. Give me one second. Do I have it here? You're talking about the video. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta get that, the, that not, poor. Not, listen, that poor guy looked like he's been up for three weeks straight, and they told him you gotta get on TV and do a video. You gotta apologize to these people. And he was like, you see, it looked like he's been. He, it looked like he was a prisoner in his own house, and they just released him for the video. <laughs> but that, look at look at that video closely. Look at him. I, his his face is he he's talking like this. Like, I just wanted to apologize for what the upper management did. And I mean, his lips are moving, but his his eyes are dead. He's, he's, like he's, he's just got, lifeless. He's yeah, got, he's got like the thirty yard stare. He's just lifeless in the in the thing. Let me um. Go to the YouTube channel real fast. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, his 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 face. Look at look at him. He. I'm not gonna play audio, but he he's just like they're on the other side of this camera, and I, if I say the wrong thing, they're gonna take me out. All right. He's like that's what he looks oh, like. <laughs> please help. Right. Please please help me. I want to get out of CD Projekt Red. I've been here 25 years, and they're holding me hostage. Um, type of thing going on here. He does look. He does look a little. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Duplass. Basically, what that is is, is is mommy and daddy had to apologize for the children, right? The parent company had to come in and apologize for what the kids did, right? Look at him. Yeah, he's he looks he looks bad. He looks bad. Um, you, you don't you don't want to shave or brush your hair before you go on camera, bro? You don't want to do anything, <clears throat> no? You want to wear like a suit or something? I mean, it's a corporate wide apology. It's a corporate wide apology. I'm just gonna put on my sweats and. Hope they don't see my five five o'clock shadow. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna just uh, have a cup of coffee and gonna apologize to the world for fucking it all up. So I talked about this on my stream earlier today, right? And I know some people look at this, and and this is what I love about just humanity itself. Like someone reads something and someone's like, "Oh, I really, man, I really that's great that they they said that. I, I really feel good for them about them now. I feel I feel better about them." The more he spoke in this video, I went. Oh man, you guys are lying out of your teeth right now. Right? They're they're just I look at it and go, I can't trust you anymore. Like the goodwill is completely gone with me with your company right now. Right? You it's and I don't care if the game's good or not. I have no problem with the game. It's the company that made the game that I have an issue with. I've been saying this for mo a month now, over a month. Okay. So he comes out and says he started with projects or CD Project 25 years ago. He's one of the, the founding principles was honest and direct communication with gamers. That sentence right there, out the fucking window, right? Because they they weren't honest or direct with any of the communication before about the codes, about the review copies, about the, the current gen consoles, which they say old gen consoles, okay? He talks about that the game development uh, was what CD Projekt was born for, okay? It added something important to the Ooh. principle. The born for? The ambition. Are they the chosen one? The ambition born to for. make the best games in the world, okay? The ambition to make the best games in the world. It became our mission and something that guided us up until now, right? Up until now, right? We, we wanted to make the best games in the world up until now. Now we just wanted to sell you a game because we needed the money, okay? You've trusted us and pre-ordered our game. Eight million people pre-ordered their game. 
And despite the good reviews on PC, the console version of Cyberpunk 2077 did not meet the quality standard we wanted it to meet. Bullshit. It met the exact quality that you wanted it because that's why you released it. Okay? That's why you released it. You thought that no matter how bad it is, we're going to make better... People are going to buy it on PC. No one's going to buy it on the old gen. We're going to make it on PC and everyone will forgive us. Which basically they have. 50% of the population, okay, is like, yeah, we're cool. Just fix the game when you make the game. And that is the problem. That they released the game knowing that they could get it by majority of the population. And they would be okay with it because this is just a blip on the radar and everyone's got goldfish brain. So they're going to forget about it. And there'll just be a little... It'll just be a title. Right next time, be like, instead of saying No Man's Sky or Fallout 76 or Battlefront 2, it'll just say Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, and the next game that comes out that is the next Cyberpunk 2077 that fucks up, they'll take the title away from Cyberpunk, right? And they're all trying to get away with stuff. They're each pushing each other, right? EA does something, and Activision goes, we could do one better, right? They put that in the game. We could do this in this game and see if anyone notices. And then someone else does it. And then someone else does it. It's just a big, big clusterfuck, right? So the entire leadership team, we're deeply sorry for this and this video of me publicly owning up to that. Where was this video three days after it launched instead of a month after you had Christmas vacation, counting your bills, worrying about the lawsuits and stuff. You're like, you're like, don't worry. We sold 8 million pre-orders, and then we sold another 5 million copies after we told everyone it was broke. Okay? Yeah, it, listen. We're it, sorry, it though. We're sorry. It, it doesn't matter if they apologize. It doesn't matter. They sold over 13 million copies. It, the game is broke. Okay? It's a broke game. It doesn't the the part the part that bothers me is the days of, of Halo when Halo first came out and the Mass Effect series just came out and the StarCraft just came out like and we started uh we started uh lead gaming the days of that where you believe that the individual and the community is having a bromance with an actual development team. Like, you guys think that you're all buddy-buddy. That is fucking over, okay? They are a company trying to sell as much product as they can, as fast as they can, and you are a consumer hoping for the next good <clears throat> drug that's worth your time and money. That's where we are. That's where we sit. It's not this... Oh, I'm so disappointed that my brother dicked me again. He stole a thousand dollars from me. I'm sorry. He, he slept. He slept with my girlfriend. I'm sorry. He didn't. He didn't send in the mortgage payment to my house. I'll get it like, next time. Everyone thinks. Everyone thinks it's a personal thing. This is not personal anymore. This is a business. I don't. I don't understand what you think that you are owed. What what is an individual owed from this company? Like, I can't believe they dicked us. I can't believe they would lie to us. I can't believe that CD Projekt Red, after all we've been through together, came out and just stabbed me in the back. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, right? My job as a company is to sell you shit. That's my job, right? right? I just sold 13 million copies, counted my money, 
went on vacation, came back, put a guy in pajamas on TV, <laughs> told you guys that he was the guy in charge, okay? And he's going to apologize. By the way, if there was an apology in this fucking world that would apologize for what that game company did to us, there would be at least six people fired. Did anyone get fired yet? Did anybody get fired? No. Was anyone handed their walking papers for no. being a complete and total lying sack of shit? Okay? No, there wasn't. It's just 13 million copies sold, $780 million in the bank, and I don't know, apology. I'm so sorry that we uh we, we we didn't we didn't make it to the standards of our of our grand old company. Please come back again when we will lie to you again and tell you how good our game is three days before it comes out and tell you what systems you can play it on and what videos you can show just in case we try to sell a little bit more. Like what are you talking about? Wake up, guys. Come on. He's, Come on. It says right here that himself and the board of the, made the final decisions to release the game. You're, you're getting static on your line. You're hitting the you're hitting the, the cable there. Right? Although, believe me, he says, we never ever attended anything like this to happen. They they never ever what happened? Oh, scouts on Scouts on I think it's three fingers I think it's, scout? I, I think it's three. Is it three fingers? I, I I'm not sure. Three fingers. Right, left hand, three fingers. Yeah. It, it's actually and, this. It's actually and the gooch on this it's, and it's, the gooch on this hand. It's, it's actually this. That's what they, they do. Scouts honor. I swear to God. Scouts honor. Right. Okay. They said, believe me, we never ever attended for anything like this to happen. Of course they did. That's why they delayed it four times and then decided to release it in the situation that they did. Okay. So then he goes into it. Once he once he says it, he says, well, it's in a huge scale. It's not on a on a flat scale. Night City is layers, and we've we've made detailed garbage in the in the in the city. There's 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 still things missing from the game, but yet they're talking about quests and things you can do at first glance. And I'm talking about the multitude of custom ob objects, interacting systems and mechanics. The in-game everything is not stretched out over a flat terrain. It also makes things less taxing and hardware-wise, but condensed it in one big city, relatively loading-free, uh, loading-free environment. On its own, this is challenging. But we made it even more difficult on ourselves. That's the key there. That's the key. We made it even more difficult on ourselves, right? They decided to make this complex game with things that were unattainable, okay, in this current gen system. Look, I'm not surprised it's not working on this gen, okay? I'm not surprised. We, 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 I, we said that before. A year out. and a half before it even came out, I said, there's no way it's going to work for this system. I said, there's no way it's going to work for this system. Okay. I mean, if if you're a person that bought it on this system, I'm not saying you're you're dumb to do it, but if you expected it to look like they showed on the mega PC at the conferences, you're delusional. You're delusional, right? It barely can run the games that we have now at the at the at the graphics that it runs. There's no way it was gonna do what they showed with all the crowds and the things going on. No way. Okay. The adjusting it to the consoles, especially the old gens, and this is what pisses me off when he says that they were adjusting it for the consoles for the old gens. When they started making this game, there was no old gens. This was current gen, right? And you were working on it for five years, six years, while the current gen was there. Did they know that the new gens were coming out? Because 
nobody knew what was in the system until 18 months and when they made the dev kits out to give to them okay which was last summer or i'm sorry beginning of 2019 when they when they started giving this stuff out so it's very interesting it's very interesting that they say what they say especially when i keep bringing this article up there was a, a, a um a, a, an article written from a guy in poland in december of 2019 came out and said that they are going to cd project red is going to delay the launch in april if it doesn't make the qualifications to run on this current gen this was december of, of, of 2019 okay 2020 january came out on a podcast this guy came on and said that they're going to delay the game and they did right after that like two days after they looked at it. It didn't make the qualifications that they wanted to run for this current gen, which is now old gen, okay? And they pushed it back from April to September. But yet they're here. They're saying, well, especially on the old gens, you know, it wasn't meant for that. It was meant for the PCs. It really looks good for the PCs. It looks epic on the PCs. It looks great for the PCs, but it's struggling on the old old gen consoles, right? I don't buy any of this. I don't buy any of this. This this is a... a, a a current day snake oil salesman for this particular situation. I'm not saying that this person and this company is a snake oil salesman all the time, but for this particular situation, they're a snake oil salesman. They're not the first. They won't be the last. They're trying to sell stuff that's not there. Bethesda did it with Fallout 76, the 16 times the detail. Hello Games did it, okay? Sean Murray did it with Hell, uh, with, uh, with No Man's Sky. Every company does it. They sell it because they don't know what to do. And they're like, get it out. We got to get it out. We got to get it out. It doesn't matter what happens. We're still going to make our money on it. We already have 8 million copies pre-ordered. We've already made our money back. We've already made profit on everything that we've done. We've made 8 million pre-orders sold. Get it out there. Because these people, we can't take a fifth delay. Because we kept moving it, delaying it, and delaying it, and delaying it, and delaying it. Just put it out there. Okay, it's it's a sad day in the industry. And again, I know there's people in the chat. I'm not reading chat right now, but I know there's people in chat here and in my live streams that say, well, I bought the broken game. Am I a bad person? No, I'm not mad about the game being broke. What I'm mad about is the companies that make these games deliver games that are broke and they know they're broke. Okay, and they get away with it. They get away with it every single time because the way the gaming industry works is everything's going digital. You only get two hours to try it out, okay? After two hours, you don't get to turn it in. If I if I drive a car around, okay, and there's a warranty on it, it doesn't matter if it's three hours or 30 days, okay, or whatever the warranty is. You have that much time to turn it in. Yes, video games you can finish and play and be done with it. But if the game is physically broke and you can't finish it, or you can't play it, or you're falling through the map, and you're going through glitching and bugging, it's taking me out of the moment of me being in the game, there needs to be something done in the industry for about this, okay? And again, I'm not saying Outriders is going to do this, but Outriders, the demo, the demo is going to be the most flushed out demo you've ever seen, okay? They're so confident in their game, they're giving you the first couple hours of the game, and that is the most polished couple hours in the front, that you're going to get hooked on, and then when the game comes out, hopefully not, it's not going to have an end game, or something's going to be broken in the game. And then at that point, it's too late. It's too late, okay? 
This is why you don't buy pre-order. This is why you don't play day one. This is why you don't get week one. This is why you let the reviewers, that are reviewers, play the game and tell you how it is. And then you make, as an informed consumer, you make the choice if you want to play it or not, right? Someone's going to say, well, social media will ruin it for me. Get off social media, okay? Get off social media. If a game comes out and you don't want to be spoiled, get off social media. Don't follow people that are playing the game. Don't open a Twitch stream. Don't open a YouTube channel. Don't watch what you want to watch if you want to, if you want to play the game. But no, if there's a review of the game, then you need to look at the review, look at it and go, hey, you know what? I like what this guy's saying. Then watch another review and go, ah, you know what? Don't be in a bubble. Don't go because I like this game. Listen to someone that likes the game because you'll be like, oh, yep, he's agreeing with me. You want to go with two, at least two people, right? Likes, dislikes, see what they like. And if the pros are better than the cons, then get the game, okay? Don't just blindly throw your money at a game and think, well, they love me. They really respect me. They made Witcher 3, Glitcher 3. They were the best. Their DLCs were $30 and they were full of stuff, okay? That's last game. This is this game. Okay, don't buy it on day one. Don't get it week one. Let them sweat it out. Do you think CD Projekt Red would be like, do you think they would have released the game if they didn't have 8 million copies sold? Pre-orders? I can tell you they wouldn't because Outriders didn't release their game on February 2nd. They didn't have enough That's fucking right. pre-orders. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's exact. That's exactly correct. Somehow, somehow their, their, their backers or their producers or whatever else, they work on the system of how many pre-orders they can get before whoever gets their bonus or whoever gets paid or whoever gets their extra cash in the back end is all based on pre-orders and Metacritic scores. So if we were to remove those two things from the actual list right. where you don't you don't buy shit until I see it, you don't pre-order shit until you see it, and the Metacritic score doesn't come out until after the game comes out and after they reviewed it right right so so for the first week and a half everyone's like this <laughs> no one's buying shit they're all looking it's 20 million people watching twitch and youtube going like this right and they're and let them let them fucking sweat do we know they want the game do we hype it up enough how come no one's buying anything what 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 can we do how about this how about the question you ask why you don't have pre-orders is our game done? Is it good? Is it fun? How about those questions? Did you ask those questions before you pumped out that pile of shit out the door? Right. No. Right. They're curious right. about pre-orders. What are they giving us bonuses? Deluxe out of the bonuses. Doesn't matter. As long as it gets out. And that's the sad part. Right? You've got you've to gotta take back a little bit, just a little bit of the power. A little bit. Right? Because right now, we have no power. No return policy. Nothing. No lemon laws. Nope. Right? It's all digital. You can't sell it back. You can't even sell it back to GameStop because most people are getting on digital now. So basically, I handed over money for a promise. I get the promise, not a promise, broke, and then I can't return it, which means it's now a digital piece of trash sitting on my hard drive. And then I just ignore it and say, well, another $60 down the drain. That's life. Like, that's not how it's supposed to go, guys. Right. That's right. not how it goes. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 sad. It's sad the way they and again, I'm not lecturing anybody that bought the game and you're having a great time with the game. I have no problem with Cyberpunk 2077. I have a problem with the company that made Cyberpunk 2077. I have a problem 
with Bethesda that made Fallout 76. I have a problem with Bioware who made Anthem. I have a problem, name a company, and, and as they made the game that was broken, it took 10 months, 18 months to fix, okay? It took 18 months to fix Division 2, right? And then shortly after they announced Division, or I'm sorry, Division 1, and then shortly after they announced Division 2, okay? And then it took an additional eight months to fix Division 2, okay? Destiny. It took them three years to fix Destiny One, Destiny Two. It took them this time, and they're still they're still messing with it, right? It's just a constant thing. Marvel came out. We're five months in, six months in. They're still fixing their stuff, right? This how it always happens. Okay, I'm having fun with Marvel. I'm having fun with Marvel, but Crystal Dynamics released a game that was unfinished and broke. They did, unstable, crash. I literally couldn't finish the campaign. I literally couldn't finish the campaign. Bethesda, they released a game that I couldn't finish the campaign. I was stuck in my armor. I couldn't interact with anything. I couldn't do anything. They release games that are absolutely garbage. And when I say garbage, I'm throwing it into a lump sum of generalistic of if it doesn't have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you can't go from the beginning to the end and finish the game, it's a broke game. It's not working correctly as is intended. Okay. Just because you're working on PC with your 2080 Ti or 3060 or 3070 or 3080 and it works and it looks beautiful, you're not the that's not the problem. The problem is everybody else, right? <clears throat> so that's Cyberpunk, right? I don't trust them. Their goodwill is gone with me. Okay. And here's the best part, Sarge. The next, the real version that comes out for this current gen system, the new ones, are now pushed back to 2021 late 2021 could be 2022 but they're they're push they're they're looking to push it out in 2021 like September August time okay or August September time okay why didn't they just release the whole game in August and September right why didn't they just release the PC version why did they release the console version because they want the money they want the money right they wanted the money they want the money <clears throat> It's stupid. They just hurt themselves, and then they want they want forgiveness. They hurt themselves, and then they want forgiveness. Well, I didn't know the dog was going to bite me. Well, you had a bone in your hand, and you're doing this in front of his face. Of course, he's going to bite you. Okay, you're an idiot. You don't do this in front of a dog with a with a with the meat on the end of the stick. Okay, you're, you're going to get bit. Okay, here's the customers we're biting. The poem. The, what I'm hearing is the "Working as Intended" song from all the YouTube videos. That's what I hear when I hear working as intended. That's what I hear when the game's released. Doesn't matter the condition of it. That's the song I hear. Working as intended. <clears throat> All right. The big story that I want to talk about, okay, for the most part, is Lucasfilms. Okay. Lucasfilm Games and EA and Massive. Okay. All of the all of the stuff that's happening. Okay. When we were kids, Lucasfilm or Lucas, it was Lucasfilms. It was Lucasfilm Games until like mid 90s. And then it switched to LucasArts. And then it went under in 2012, 2013, and they stopped. And they said, we don't want anyone making games for us except EA. And EA, EA came out and they made Battlefront 1 in 2015. They made Battlefront 2 in 2017. They didn't know they were making Jedi Fallen Order until 
they shocked themselves and said, hey, we're making Jedi Fallen Order and we have a game and it has a Jedi and it has lightsabers. And it came out and it's a good game. And now we have Squadrons that out. So they had four games. They've canceled four or five games. They should have had nine, but instead they have four. Okay. And I'll going to say we're playing Squadrons tonight because it's free to play right now for three days. Right. We're going to try it out on stream after this show. Okay. Uh, we're going to pay for it. It's free on, on as gold or game pass for the next three days. So we're going to play that tonight. But Squadrons is basically just a ripped out version of Assault Squad, Assault, uh, Squadron Assault from Battlefront. And they made it their, their own standalone game for 40 bucks, right? This match makes much more sense, doesn't it, Sarge? You're like, why would they rip that out to make their own standalone game? It's because it's one more game in their repertoire because they knew they were losing the exclusive rights to publish Star Wars games. Now, they did sign a 10-year th- a deal back in 2013, okay? So, 2023 will be the last time that nobody, up till 2023, nobody can release a game of Star Wars unless it's EA. So, right now, EA is scrambling, right? This I, I think Battlefront 3 is coming out. Okay, like I said, I think without what, a doubt. Was without it in the doubt. big did I say it in the big book of bull last week? Did I say it in the big book of bull? Last week I think I said Battlefield 3 comes out next year 2022. Yes. I did, right? Yes. So this is before all this came out that they you said, lost you said you said 2022. Yeah, 2022 is what I said. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is before all this that we knew all this, okay? I said that they're going to work on Battlefront 2. They're working on Jedi Fallen Order 2. And there's one more game that's unannounced that EA is working on that they're not ready to tell us about, right? And I guarantee you Squadrons will be another one in like 2022, 2023, right? That's the, that's the three games they're squeezing out. No, 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 no. Squadrons? No, no. no. There's a, the, an unknown game that they're squeezing oh, out. Unknown. Yeah, there's unknown. an unknown game. Okay. Okay, so... So if they're trying to if they're, listen, if they're trying to pump out a Star Wars game before the end of 2020 or 2023, it's going to be Battlefield 3, okay? Jedi Fallen Order 2. Fallen, Jedi Fallen Order 2 and then a Star Wars fighting game. All right, right, it could be. Well, it could be a mobile, right? They also have the the you're right, the mobile game, uh, Star Wars Hero, Galac- Galaxy of Heroes, whatever it is, right? So EA right now is like, "Oh shit, they announced it. We got to get these things out, right?" They're still all with of a, All of a sudden, Star Wars games will come flying out their ass. Yeah. So, yeah. so it took them it took them this long. It took them eight years to get four games out. Okay. And now in the next three years, they're gonna have three more games. Okay. Imagine, Imagine. that. Imagine that. Imagine. Okay. Now they don't have they don't have the exclusive anymore after 2023. So games like the massive game that they're open world Star Wars game that they're talking about, uh, is is years off. Years off, okay. Uh, the Indiana Jones game will come out sooner because that's not a Star Wars game, right? EA has the exclusive rights for Star Wars. Well, Lucasfilms wants to get those that game out sooner. So the movie comes out next year, 2022. So I would assume 2022, not saying it's a movie, um, not saying it's a movie spinoff because it's not. There was actually an article that talks about it. Um, it's going to be an adventure game as far as... Something along the lines, it's Bethesda is making it. Well, I'm sorry, Machine Games is making it. Todd Howard from Bethesda. Bethesda is publishing it with Lucasfilms. Um, they're making a game. It could be like a Fallout game, but with Indiana Jones. And it's it's Indiana Jones at the height of his career. So it's not like Shiloh LaBeouf or Chris Pratt 
being Indiana Jones. It's Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones at at his at his prime. Okay, at at his peak. So it is it is going to follow that. They've already announced that. Okay, so that's that's cool. I'm interested in seeing that. And I, we t- so, so Uncharted, the Tomb Raider. It's Uncharted and Tomb Raider with Indiana Jones. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Right, okay. I'm fine with that. Again. With IPs that you know, with games that are already out, if you just take a game that's not very good and then you add an IP that you know, it becomes better because you know the world, you know the realm and stuff like that. But let's remember, let's remember the video game rule of movies. Okay. It's Anytime not a, they came out with a video game. No, no, it's not a video game movie. It's not a video game movie. It's a video game based on a movie. Anytime a video game is based on a movie, it's a 50-50 shot. It's a trash pile. Well, no, no, no. You're what you're saying is if it's connected, like if I played uh, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade video game, which was connected to the Last Crusade movie, yes, pile of shit. But if there's an Indiana Jones game not linked to the movie, it's just an Indiana Jones game. It's a completely different standard because they don't have to. They don't have parameters to work with. They just have this is the character you're working with. This is the realm you're in. But they don't need to follow it to the T. Like, well, this is what happened in the movie, so you have to recreate. No, no. They said it's not it's not part of the movie. It's a it's a standalone Indiana Jones title that's happening. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Lucasfilm, like if I bring this up, look look at the list that they've made from 1984. Okay. 1984. Look, look, look at this list. All the way. They just keep going. Just keeps going. They made games. This wasn't just published, right? This is them making games and also them publishing games, right? Look, look, look at this list. It just keeps on going. We're in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. Yeah, but, yeah, but video games is hard, bro. We have to pay our people. We have to make get to make the I, game. Why don't I? Why don't I just sell the license for the for the IP and we can just get a percentage? We don't have to take our guys and actually make these games. Well, here's the best part. EA had the exclusive right for ten years. They have four games out. Okay, let me look at, in a ten year span. A ten year span, right? So we'll go from 2003. 2003 to now in 2003 alone there's one two three four five six seven eight nine nine games just in 2003 from lucas films and star wars is one two three four five five star wars games in one year in 2003 okay just that one year alone, look how many games were made in, t- in, in 10 years. And most of these are Star Wars games. Most of these are Star Wars games. Okay. They sat on this, they, they sat on this IP thinking, oh yeah, no, we're good. But we have no competition. We're good. Well, now they have competition. Okay. Now that now they have competition as far as what games are coming out or, or, and whatnot. So EA is going to have to work their ass off. And hopefully they don't just push the games out like CD Projekt Red. And, and they're actually finished when they're done. Hopefully, it's not a Bioware game. Hopefully, it's not Battlefield 4. You know what I'm saying? Like, games that are not complete, I don't want to play. I want to play games that are complete. Just because it's Star Wars on it now, and if it's an incomplete game, I'm not going to play it. I want a complete game. Now, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a good example. It's a good game. It was a complete game when it came out. It just had microtransactions in it. It was a good game when it came out. Okay? It's a great game now. Okay? So, but, but the community, but the community that loves Star Wars vetoed that some bitch like a gunshot to the face. Mm. The entire community as a whole shot back at Lucasfilm and EA for that for that for what they did in that game so hard. They were like, "What? What just happened? 
Who killed my dog? What what just happened? Like they they had no idea that the backlash was going to be that severe. I wonder why. I wonder why. Because maybe they wanted a Star Wars game that was like a Battlefield game. Maybe they wanted to be in the Star Wars universe with vehicles and battles and fighting with their friends, just like any other Battlefield game. Right. Well, here, Pone, I, I like how you said most of those games were trash. Did you buy most of them? That's the question. Did you buy most of the trash games? The answer is probably no. And then my next question is, why didn't you buy those trash games? How did you know those games were trash? Right? My next question after that is, probably because a reviewer told you it was trash or you read it in a magazine that it was trash, right? It was a complete game, but it was trash when it came out, right? So one, you probably didn't buy them. Two, you probably listened to someone to tell you that it was trash, right? What What's changed? What's changed from when all those games came out and they were trash and no one bought them to what the games are coming out now and all of a sudden they're great, right? IGN, great. Whoever, whoever told you what games were trash or what weren't trash, that is the that is the that is the point I'm trying to make, right? That right now there's things better technology today to tell you if a game sucks or not, and yet we keep buying the trash that comes out, right? But it looks pretty. And if it looks pretty, then it's fine, right? Didn't play them until I was an adult. Well, that's the different story now because now your adult brain looks at those games and says, eh, I don't like the graphics. I don't like this because you've played better games now. So looking back at those games, you're not even going to give them a fair shot because the graphics alone, you're going to be like, no, nah, I'm checking out. I can't do it. I can't do it, right? Right now, I want you to grab, uh, I want you to grab Snake, you know, the phone that was on your eye, on your phone, your brick phone that you used to play with. And I want you to play that for the next 300 hours and tell me if you like it or not. All right. Tell me if you like it or not. Snake was a good game. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a in great 90, game. In 94. <laughs> All right. I, I, don't, I don't. Go ahead. I, I believe that EA is definitely in panic mode. I think they're going to try to bid again. They're going to use the sales from the oh, three no. games they pump out, and they're going to try to bid again. Listen, if the if, if the number's big enough, Lucas no. will be just like, you mean I don't have to no. do anything again for the next 10 years and just collect money? No, no, no. Here's, here's you why don't think so? No, here's why they won't do it. Because they announced they announced 100 fucking shows coming out between movies, TV shows, yeah, comic come books. On, come on, 50% fail rate. At least 50 or 60% That's fail fine. rate on shows. That's fine. S just so you know, that's why so that's why they showed they, you thirty. They know they fifteen, they, fifteen they, might stick. No, they announced ten or eleven. There's eleven shows, so if five are good. Okay, they want companies to start making IPs based on their shows, not not connective. Like I'm not gonna play the Mandalorian video game and it connects to the Mandalorian season three, right, or season four or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just gonna be a Mandalorian video game. Uh, or an Ahsoka game, or uh, the next trilogy game, or Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, right? Whatever it is, right? Uh, anytime I see any of those, any of those names you're telling me, I insert that character into an Assassin's Creed game. Done deal. Right. So, so what I'm saying is, they announced all these games. I think 1313 still on the table. Put that in the big book of bull, 
right I now. I think no. I think that the resources no from thirteen thirteen 13, are just waiting there to be used. Thirteen thirteen is coming back out. Put that in the big book of bull. Right, thirteen thirteen is coming back out. Okay, they're gonna they had, the game was ninety percent complete. There's no way right. they get rid of that, especially. Right. There's, no way, there's no way they're wasting those resources, especially there's since no Mandalorian is the number one thing in their in their in their book right now in their playbook. Mandalorian is skyrocketing Star Wars back into into the stratosphere. So, so what are you saying? I'm saying announcement. 13, announcement of thirteen thirteen when announcement. Not well, not show you anything. Announcement. They can't bring it back. Well, first of all, hold on. Let me see who worked on it. It was LucasArts. They can't come out with it until 2024. Okay. Okay. They can't come out with it until 2024 because LucasArts is the ones that was working on it. Okay. 2024 release or talking about? No, release. Okay. It'll be done and in, 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 in release. It's in the book. Yeah. So I think they're going to take 1313, and here's the perfect example. You have the Mandalorian show, right? You have the Book of Book of Fett coming out this year. You have yep. Mandalorian Season 3 coming out in 2022, and you have Mandalorian yep. Season 4 coming out in 2023. Yep. Right? 1313 was based on the Bounty Hunter, Boba Fett, or a Mandalorian-esque type character, They'll just reuse that and, yep. and 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 put it right back in. So now you're you've watched four seasons of Mandalorian and Book of Fett, 2024. Boom. You have Ahsoka coming out. You have all this other stuff. That's when it drops. That, that's that's my big book of bull. So episode 440 in in 2024 of season 10 of of G- Generation X gaming. We'll we'll come back to the big book of bull and 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 we'll see if I'm right or not. Okay, I think. EA is, EA is going to continue on making games for them after the fact. They're just not exclusive anymore. Massive is making a game for them. Machine Games is making for them. So Bethesda's got some rights for that as well. I would love to see, and I know people are going to laugh at this, I would love to see what Epic does with the technology they have. They're already working with the Mandalorian with the technology they have to make the backgrounds and stuff using the Unreal Engine. I would love to see what Epic does to a Star Wars game. I know people are like, oh, Fortnite. No, 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 no. I'm talking like realism. Like with the with the photorealism that the Unreal Engine 5 does, with their with they have to have something in the works. I I'm I'm very excited to see with the technology that the Epic has bought up and done, okay, that they will bring a awesome game. I don't think 1313 is just gone, sadly. <laughs> How easy. There's no way that they're wasting a 90% complete game. They're not wasting those resources. Not in today's world. I watched, I watched, oh, I watched a, de- a developer talk about he worked on 1313. He was sad because he's like, I don't understand. He's like, the game was like done. It's like done. And they canceled it. He, he talked about this uh ATAT uh scene where it's like a chase scene that you're going in, it's shooting at you and it's running down the street with uh, with you, and you're going through these alleyways and stuff. I was like, oh man, that sounds like oh, that sounds awesome. I guarantee sounds you. Like a, sounds like a nightmare I had. I, I guarantee you because Lucas Arts has the assets, has everything about it. Why would why would they waste it? Especially now that the Mandalorian. You got to remember when they bought it and they canceled it. It got canceled in thir- uh, 2013 or 2014. Okay, because Lucas Arts didn't want to publish or do anything anymore. Okay, this was going into the new trilogy. They didn't want to. They didn't want to do the extended universe or anything anymore. 
Kathleen Kennedy was like, nope, there's we have no stories to pull from. There's no stories to pull from from the new trilogy. If there was only something that someone wrote, right? Well, 1313 is part of George Lucas's, he had a show on 1313. He had a live action show that he wanted to do with 1313. Um, so I believe they bring it back. You can disagree with me, and that's what's great, right? I believe, I'm making a prediction, that 1313 comes back, and it's LucasArts. They own it, so why wouldn't the they name, bring it back? The name is different, of course. It won't be called 1313, but they'll damn well be those assets. I think they'll stick with the name. I think they'll stick with the name. We'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with the the Book of Fett this year. We'll see, we'll see if there's an actual journalist out there that when they announce that game, if he finds out where those resources came from. We'll see if there's an actual journalist out there. It would be dated? Have you seen the graphics of that? What are you talking about? They can just upgrade the graphics. Oh, come on, Weezy. You can't just pull Scalebound out. Come on now. Oh, no, no, no. Scalebound is still alive, Weezy. Okay, Scalebound, Microsoft owns. They, they There was a story about that last year sometime that they they they're working on something again. Look at this. What are you talking about? This is dated. This is dated stuff. You think this is dated? This looks better than some games out right now. If I told you this was Jedi Fallen Order 2, you would believe me. You could probably say it right now. People probably haven't seen the screenshot. People in the chat right now probably think it would be Fallen Order 2. can't tell me that looks dated by the way by the way Weezy, did you see the uh article that talks about what games sold the most in north america and canada and it was ghost of tsushima so the whole the the, the uh the media didn't want to talk about how it outsold the last of us because oh it, yeah because yeah well yeah. it's got to stay in the it's got to stay in the good light yeah this game does not look dated if I told you this was Jedi Fallen Order 2 and someone came in, this is Jedi Fallen Order 2, they would they would yeah. freak out. Yes, absolutely. That's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Come on. All they have to do, you're telling me it's, okay, let's just say it is dated, okay? So is every remaster they've done, and that's why they remaster it. So... They can't remaster a game that's never launched before, so they'll just spruce it up and give it better, you know, cell shading or whatever the hell you want to do with the game, and then put it out for 4K for the new system. Oh, this looks good. This looks fantastic. It's got a little bit of that Mass Effect in there. This is 2013. Never saw the light of day. Right, I'm telling you, this game's alive. This game is alive, ready to go. Lucas is like, pull it, pull it out. This will be the first thing we do. We have slap slap a title on there, spruce it up, put some lipstick on that pig, and get it out the door. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. They are not wasting resources. These facial animations look better than than Mass Effect Andromeda. And Mass Effect Andromeda came out three years later. Yeah, 
Have you ever seen this? Me? Yeah, I've watched this multiple times. I watched it back in 2013 when they first showed it. <laughs> Looks good. We'll see it. I'm telling you, we'll see it. They're 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 definitely they're definitely going to bring it back because they want as many Star Wars association things as possible. And there was supposed to be this whole uh, television series based on the underworld here in in thirteen thirteen. This this combat scene is just nuts. <laughs> what you linked? Where where did you link it, Weezy? Is it in Discord? Where is that guy jumping to? They're falling down a pit. The ship's crashing into another ship. He fired the guy in the <laughs> in an escape pod to blow up the other ship, and then he just jumps what out is... the goddamn door. Are you sick? That's that's that scene is sick. What is the, What is this prophecy? What is this? Well, here, I'll put this on. What is, What is this? Uh... <clears throat> is this Assassin's Creed or is this? It was a game Sucker Punch was working on before Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, so this is basically they turned this into Ghost of Tsushima? Is that what you're telling me? Or they just scrapped this completely? <clears throat> yeah, but Sucker Punch is one... Okay, so this is the difference, right? Sucker Punch is still a thing, and they went on with Ghost of Tsushima. What I'm saying about LucasArts is that they opened up their division again. Right, so they're making their own games. They're divisioning it out to everybody else as well. Okay, they're they're opening up the the floodgates to make Star Wars games. Thirteen thirteen fits into the realm of what they're doing with the actual with the actual um, overall story with Star Wars now. With the with the new shows coming out, they want all these games and stuff coming out. Disney's hurting. You got to remember, they're trying to build up. So they don't want to make them all themselves, okay? So they want to license them out to other people and then take 30% of all the sales of everything else, okay? And then on top of that, 1313 is a game that was almost completely done. So if they throw just a little bit more extra money into it, remaster it so so pwn can play it because it's outdated okay <laughs> then then they can they can put it back out there and then get get some money from it. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Oh god. <laughs> I'm messing with you, Pone. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so the open world Star Wars game details teased by Ubisoft uh job job listings here. Okay. So yesterday Star Wars fans in the gaming community in general were rocked rocked by just the sudden reemergence of Lucasfilm Games brand. Uh, but the announcement of a new open-world Star Wars game was developed in Ubisoft's massive entertainment. While this does not mean the EA uh, is has lost their exclusive making Star Wars games since 2013. Now, we already went through this, right? So they had the contract to 2023. So naturally, details about the game incredibly scarce, with only the other uh, thing that they can confirm about it is using a Shadow Drop engine, which they used on Division 1 and Division 2. The engine was also used in Massive's Division games, but also Studio has posted job listings for roles explicitly involved with Star Wars Project. While none of these are outright confirmed, anything that could be potentially given hints as of what the fans can be expected. So... A lot of people are already speculating that it could be 
similar to Knights of the Old Republic games. Now, I don't think Mass Effect or Massive Games is going to make the next KOTOR. I don't. I do believe that we had talks and rumors that Bioware would love to continue on making KOTOR. They said it a couple years ago when they were making Anthem and Dragon Age 4. Now, Dragon Age 4 is almost done. Okay, Dragon Age 4 is almost done and ready to release. They're still working on Anthem. So what's the next game they're going to work on? I believe we're going to hear something. Put this in the big book of bull. I think we're going to hear something from Bioware within this year. Okay, within this year, we're going to hear Bioware working on KOTOR. Okay. KOTOR 3? <laughs> Just the next, or, different, co- or just just set next just universe. Bioware, Bioware is going to announce the next Kotor, whatever it is. If it's Kotor three or in that realm. All right, so just say Bioware. Release. Bioware is going to be doing a Star Wars game. They will announce that this year. That's that's my prediction. That's my prediction. Sometime in 2021, we'll find out that Bioware is is doing a Star Wars game. So, in my speculation here, and again, speculation. Right, you'll have Ubisoft making a Star Wars game. You have EA making a Star Wars game. You'll have Bioware making a Star Wars game. LucasArts will make their own Star Wars game. Okay, and Epic is making a Star Wars game. Okay, that's five big companies making Star Wars games. Now, Ubisoft, okay, is all or Ubisoft is also making Division Studios still working on Avatar and the video game despite new Star Wars deal. All right, so there's a lot of people wondering like. Well, wait a minute. Massive was is working on Avatar. So how are they going to start working on on the Star Wars game? Well, first, they're still hiring for the Star Wars game. The Avatar game is probably almost done or it's in the process of being done because Avatar was supposed to release in 2022, 2023. It was supposed to come out in theaters. Okay, I don't know if it's a link to the movie or not, but Massive has been working on this game for the last two or three years. And Massive, I believe, has... uh, yeah, 650 employees. Okay. And a lot of people are like, well, how can what they work the on ga- What was the last game they released? Division two. So they've been working on it for at least two years. At least, right? Like half a year or a year and a half, right? It's almost do, maybe. Do they do they have any other projects through it that they've been working on? Because otherwise it's the full boat working on this game. Well, we don't we don't know anything else they're working on besides division two and the skeleton crew that's working on that right now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and a lot of people think that. Because they have 650 employees, they think 650 employees are all working on one game. And that's that's just not happening. Okay. Like, they all worked on the game at one point, but they're all not working on it simultaneously, 650 people. Right? So, I believe the way they, they're, they're doing this is that if Avatar right now, let's say, is, let's say is 20 months in to their, into their, their cycle. Okay? They have another maybe year into that so we're talking 32 months okay by that time 32 months the people that were building the foundation for that game have already moved on to the next foundation of something else if it's dlc or or whatever and then the builders come in and the builders make the buildings and buildings make the landscapes and buildings whatever they do they moved on so right now what they're doing is making the making the story making the making the the fine tuning of the stuff right play testing or not play testing they can just send it out to us and we'll buy it full price 60 bucks uh and then we'll talk about it on the show but uh i think they're they're just moving along i think avatar right now like i said and this is all speculation on my part i think maybe they're about 20 months 24 months in and then they'll release it sometime late this year 
next year, right? This time next year. Depending on the scope of the game. Right. Because remember, Star Wars is hiring right now in 2021. And they can't publish the game until 2024. Because EA still has the exclusive contract. Unless, unless, because of the debacle they did with Battlefront 2 and Bob Iger picked up the phone and said fix the fucking game and take the things out and change stuff maybe because they didn't hit numbers the the contract gets void who knows what the what the uh, what, what are those called there's um not stipulations there's uh amendments is that what it would be called any clauses oh, there you go, a clause right there could have been a clause in there saying because they didn't do this hence last year in February LucasArts said we want more people to make video games for us. Maybe EA voided that because of they didn't make the sales numbers they wanted. Well, that's that's probably why they had to release Squadrons because they needed to get the numbers up of sales for Star Wars stuff. That's probably what they did. Right. They maybe they had to make a certain amount of money or a certain amount of titles within their contract. Who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe they had to make six titles or eight titles within that within the time frame. That's the only explanation why at the end of their contract, they're pumping out three Star Wars games in three years. Right. They're they're trying they're they're trying to meet their contractual obligation. I I mean, I, I believe something along those lines. So if they did break the contract in some way, shape or form, um, then maybe a Star Wars game can come out before 2024. But let's just say they still have their contract exclusive rights up until 2023. Massive doesn't have to release their game until 2024. That means Avatar is probably going to release any time between 2022 and 2023. So there's plenty of time for them to work on both games in the, in, in the studio. So I'm not really worried about that. But asking you, Sarge, do you think because they're working on games like this, do you think it could hinder like Avatar, the the tail end of Avatar, or the beginning works of the foundation of the Star Wars game? Or do you think there's enough people working at the studio that both games should be fine? Well, the way the way I kind of I look at it is because I look at Bungie as the as the starting because I see what Bungie has done with the number of people that they have. Right. So Bungie has six hundred employees. I know they're working on a different game besides besides I think they have more than I think they have more than that, don't they? Well, they started hiring, but they had 650 or something like that. So I think they're up to like 800, somewhere in that neighborhood. So I'll just call it 700 for now. So Bungie's working on multiple titles and they have 700 people. Okay. And you see the pace at which they're going. But let's remember the complications of the engine that they're using. They're not using the same type of engine that Massive would be using. So that being said, I would think that Avatar is probably in the later stages of development. So they have the crew enough with the ones that they're going to hire to start the uh, initiation, the the initial process of the story and the building of what they want to do for the Star Wars game, and that's probably greenlit up to a point. I don't think they overlap. They have they have enough people in place to begin the process at the point at which they are. They're, they're, I don't I don't see it being a big deal because by the time by the time that the contract is officially over is probably when you're going to hear some rumors about what the game is. And that would that would be two and a half years in. Right. So, uh, Viking, uh, uh, Ubisoft Singapore is making Skull and Bones, which has nothing to do with, with Massive in any way, shape, or form. So let me, let me read this article. Uh, it says, Division Studios still working on Avatar, a video game despite new Star Wars deal. 
the past week, Ubisoft has made a major announcement to confirm that Division 2 and developer Massive Entertainment has now working on an open-world Star Wars project. It was confirmed that Disney's exclusive contract with Electronic Arts would be ending, leading to more Star Wars games near, uh, year to year. There was also just the lingering question, what would happen to Mass's previously announced Avatar game? I don't know what you're doing with the, uh, your wire, Sarge. You're hitting something. It turns out that nothing uh, would happen as both Avatar and Star Wars games remain in development. As part of the announcement of Ubisoft in development Star Wars game, the publisher releases an interview uh, with Massive Management Director David uh, Polfield. Um, and was asked specifically about Massive taking a development of two different games from two different major franchises. While uh, David was talking, it doesn't directly address the state of Avatar's project ongoing development. He does acknowledge that Massive continues to work on the Avatar alongside Star Wars as an equal focus. No, de no details were provided regarding how Massive plans to tackle two major projects at the same time. It released two games in the past six years, those being Tom Clancy's Division and its sequel, Division 2. Though to call it one project studio wouldn't be accurate, seeing as it support supported the Division via post-launch content while also working on Division 2. It's possible that it is a strategy that led the different development teams within the company or Ubisoft outsourcing work to other internal studios. Regardless on how the two games are being developed at Massive, neither project is likely to be coming anytime soon. The Star Wars project was only confirmed yesterday and is likely years away from coming to fruition. And as the Avatar project, the last news uh, that they shared about the confirmed development has been delayed and the 2022 and that the, a 2022 launch would be earliest if it would uh, arrive. So there you go. So here's the thing also. Now, we did this, a story last year, February, that LucasArts was talking to others. They were, they were putting a, a post, a bulletin out there. Hey, anybody wants to make a game? So let's say that was February. So let's say May. And I know it's a pandemic going on, but they already started talking about they were already talking because there's an article that I read earlier today that talked about they were talking to Disney for year, a year already, okay, on what they would like to make, right? They've been in, in communication with them for a year. So that process, pre-production of what they want, the sketches, the concept art, all that stuff, the actual postings are now actual devs to build the structures of the stuff that they're, they're looking for, right? So they've already have... Let's just say they've already been working on the Star Wars game for like four months, right? Four months, five months of the actual so base of what's the, going the, on. The, the pre-production stuff, yeah. yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I just thought more studios were working on the game than they are. No, no, it's just Massive. Ubisoft is the publisher, but there's internal companies within, and Massive has done Division and Division 2, and now they're working on Avatar and Star Wars. So that should give you some sort of... You know, they, they did Division 1 and Division 2. Yes, same assets and stuff coming across. They just changed it. They still had to build Washington, D.C., right? They still had to rebuild the stuff over, um, and then they brought New York back in. So I'm excited. Are you excited for this open-world game from Massive, knowing that they made Division 1 and Division 2? Now, obviously, our brains are going to go straight to Division and Division 2 as that's the next Star Wars game, third-person open-world game. Do we think it's going to be a, a multiplayer game? Do you think it's going to be a co-op game like a division? Or do you think it's going to be a wide open game uh, like an Assassin's Creed that Ubisoft is known for? All right. So to be perfectly honest, am I excited? No, not excited. Am I interested? Yes. I don't get excited anymore. I'm not wasting on any more excitement on any of this, any of this talk. I'm happy that they're working on Star Wars game and it's not EA. 
period. That's my excitement. My excitement is somebody else other than EA is working on a Star Wars game. I'm in. Now, if it's on the same line of what they're trying to do in the games that they've worked on in the past, and I don't want to use Division, but to me, I would think that the story backdrop would be you're either going to be some type of pirates or third-party guys who are working behind the scenes between the two major powers of whatever time period they're going to do. So if it's Old Republic, it's Republic and Sith. If it's new, then it's the Galactic uh, Empire and the Rebellion. But you are a third-party group that does missions that you guys are trying to do against each other. Like maybe like you and your team of bounty hunter people or assassins or whatever it does jobs in order to better yourselves and you're doing missions on both sides you do some for the rebellion you do some for the empire or the good or the bad that type of thing i could see uh i see multiplayer now games as service i don't want to say but the way things are going and the way that they want you to be engaged <clears throat> in everything I'm not sure if Massive is going to do the games of service model or somebody else will, but there's probably have to be a mix of both. I would think of it more like a multiplayer adventure, like a Borderlands or Gears or Halo, where like you're first person or third person and you're in a group of your friends and you're doing missions together. Like that I could see. I could see Massive doing something like that. The vision I get... And I'm thinking about the shows they announced, okay, and the characters they've created. I see this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, obviously, it's not gonna be any of this, but this is what I picture, right? They announced the Bad Batch, okay? The Bad Batch is a bunch of clone troopers taking place during the Clone Wars, okay? And they're coming out with their own animated series for this. I can see them making a Bad Batch video game where you're four clone troopers. Okay. So it's like another. It's a redo of Republic Commando. Yeah, like, like a Republic Commando, but third person, not first person, like Massive does. Okay. Now Massive has made Far Cries and Assassin's Creed. They've done World in Conflict, uh, Ground Control. They've made different games across the years. Okay. But I'm just taking the, the the thing I did with like Ghostbusters and said if Division was Ghostbusters, it would be a cool game. You know what I mean? Four player co op going through New York or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> I'm taking the same same kind of concept that I'm looking at and, and taking the bad batch where there's four characters. Okay. It's a co-op game that you get to play. You can pick one of the four characters and you're, and you're doing different missions going through, maybe you're going through Coruscant and you're, you're whoever, whatever, whatever happens with these characters, we'll find out in their series. We go to different missions and do different things as a co-op, like a, like a group of people like division where it's third person, Okay, it could be a cover shooter. They don't have to change much, right? Because it's shooting. And you're clone troopers and you're going through through the story. You know what I mean? I don't know. Those aren't massive games. What are you talking about? I went to their website. Massive games, entertainment video games. Tom Clancy's Division, World of Conflict, Tom Clancy's Division, Ground Control, Far Cry 3 was made by Massive. These are their games that they've created. It's all lies. 
Did they not? Did they not make Just Dance? Did they not make Far Cry Three? Are these games that they didn't make? Am I making this up? I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I made up that website. Maybe I made up that website and what games they've made. <clears throat> That's why I said they made an Assassin's Creed game. They made Assassin's Creed Revelations. I didn't say Revelations. I said they made an Assassin's Creed game. <clears throat> I would have to disagree with you on that. The RPG aspect of Assassin's Creed is what makes the the game better. Oh, the new the new actually of uh, I haven't played any of the new Assassin's Creeds. I own the Rome one. What was that? The um, what, what's that? The last one? I forget which one it is. They all they're all the same to me now. I yeah, I'm, when I get around to it, I'll play it. But I I see them doing something with the Bad Batch. If you're taking if you're taking Massive and they've done a really good job, obviously they want to make a different game that they've never they've never done before right well they, they may want to right they, they may want to but if you take a game and a, and a project and some characters they could potentially take the bad batch four character four player co-op two player co-op odyssey thank you sean um and they could make it into a game like that i could see some a, a game along the lines of those things right as far as jedi fallen order 2 look as a Star Wars fan, Jedi Fallen Order 1 was a good game. Have you played it yet, Sarge? No? I believe it's on Game Pass with um, with EA, right? If you play for Ultimate, you can play the game on Game Pass, I believe. Um, Squadrons, like I said, we're going to be playing in, in, in about 20 minutes. Okay, we're going to play Squadrons. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Lucasfilm now puts underneath the umbrella and what games they kind of make um to to push i look i'm tired of seeing even the high republic man the high republic stuff is is just getting shit on left and right which is fine because that's what happens when you do what they do but the mandalorian is bringing star wars back to life and i really like that lucas films is coming back with lucasfilm games and then making more star wars games so in the next couple years we're gonna get jedi uh, jedi fallen order 2 we might get a battlefront 3 even though i say we are we might get another Squadrons game. There's another unannounced Star Wars game from EA. Then we have the open world from Massive. And then there's another one coming from other... I would love to see where we go with Star Wars in the future. So I'm very excited uh, for these type of things. Um, one other story I want to talk about is uh, Hogwarts Legacy delayed is ultimately a good thing. So Hogwarts Legacy is that Harry Potter game that was supposed to come out. I don't know if I have uh, footage of it. It looked pretty cool. Um, but they, they've already announced it. They're getting smart, Sarge. I think they're listening to our podcast. A lot of these companies are not telling release dates anymore. They're just giving release years. Okay. Which I'm okay with. I'm okay. Like cyberpunk doesn't tell you when they're, when they're, their stuff's coming out now. They're like, oh yeah, it'll be sometime in 2021 when it comes out. Hogwarts delays and says, uh, yeah, we're not going to be in this year. It's 2022. Which earliest January first, latest December thirty first, right? But it's somewhere in the spectrum of twenty twenty two, and it could jokingly Sarge goes, it could be twenty twenty three, it could be, but I think they're learning their lesson because of Cyberpunk and all these other things. Another another company that just uh, showed that they're they're delaying their game. Let me bring this one up. This is a another game that's coming out that is now delaying itself, and they. <laughs> They decided that they they didn't want to tell anybody. They're like, they're just putting it out there. 
Where is it? It is called... It's this game right here. Okay. It says, hey, writers. Everyone has these, these templates now, right? You could thank Cyberpunk for delaying four times. Everyone's like, hey, look, no one's mad at them. They keep delaying their game, but they keep putting a post up. So we'll just we'll just we'll just do what they do. It says, "Hey, writers, Writers Republic." Okay, I didn't even know what this game was. Okay, in September we gave our first look of a massive multiplayer playground in Writers Republic. We promised an action-packed outdoor sports park game filled with all-out mass uh, mass races with more than fifty fellow writers and next-gen consoles, a variety of diverse activities, and insane stunts that we can't wait to have traverse our vibrant world, and live in our own very writer's fantasy. Today, we want to let you know that we've made a decision to move our release later this year. In addition, it will be allowed to to passionate team to deliver the best fun, fueled experience to our players. Okay? So, they're also not telling a time frame. They're just like, yeah, it's going to be sometime this year, but uh, it's in the later part of the year. And then they can just come out with another post-it note like this to tell you that they're moving into 2022. Do you think that the companies are learning their lessons from all of these things that are happening with cyberpunk and now you know what other companies have done this recently where they, they keep pushing and they, they keep put oh outriders outriders made one of these things to say that they're delaying it for a month or two do you think they're all going to go this route because this is much more customer friendly well it's customer friendly until it's closer to the date of release and what happens when the delays come so no they don't lose why would i learn my lesson Every, everybody who who dicked you over still got paid so what lesson did you learn? I can dick you and still get paid. That's basically the lesson. <clears throat> what was this called? Writer's Republic? There it is. I want to see what this is. Because I don't know what this is. Let's see what the video is for this. Preview trailer. Let's 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 check it out. Oh, it's a uh it's like a skate game, but with bikes and stuff. I think that's what this is, like snowboarding and stuff. Oh, I remember this. Okay. So this is a 50-player open-world extreme sports. Look at this. This guy's balancing on a pole over the Grand Canyon. Like, what the hell? That sounds exciting. So basically, this is Forza Horizon, but with bikes instead of cars and snowboards and other... Instead of vehicles, it's... Oh, this seems pretty interesting. Extreme, extreme sports, yeah. right? Yeah. We're going after the youth market. Yeah. Skiing, snowboarding, biking, skateboarding, I think, maybe. I don't even I don't see skateboarding. Ooh, a jet. A jet. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I want to balance a 10 speed on a wire over the Grand Canyon. That sounds I mean, fun. you can do it now, Sarge. It's a, it's it's crazy that you said that cuz you can do it now with this game when it comes out later this year. <clears throat> it looks it looks like SSX but multiplayer. SSX it looks like Steep, right? Steep yep. was another was yep. another snowboarding game. Yep. It, it really is. It's like Forza Horizon but with bikes. Yep. The jet the jet suit there is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like skate. I tried to um, skate is that, XL. Is that, is that Wee Man right there? Was that Wee Man? It might be. They don't. They don't, Pwn. That's why they're doing it on video games. No one's allowed to go outside, so that's why they're making this game. Hey, guys, remember what it was like to be outside, be extreme? Here's the game. Extreme. Here's the game. Yeah, it looks, it, looks, it looks pretty good. And look, 
look, there's nature. You got you got bears. You're paragliding. Oh, paragliding. I'm in. Remember that game I used to play? What game was that? On the, uh, the N64? Oh, God. We always bring this up, and I always forget. Pilot Wings? That's it. Pilot Wings. I used to love Pilot Wings. I used to skydive all the time in that game. I'm all about if if I can, if I can do skydiving or paragliding in this. Look, I didn't even know this was a thing until just now. I I like skate and stuff. The stuff like this is pretty fun. I liked steep when I played it. The, these type of games are not a games that you're gonna play. Well, I don't want to say no one's gonna play it, but you're not gonna play this game for like three hundred three thousand hours nonstop. This is a game that you play. You master things, you move on, you unlock things, and, and yeah, with your buddy, yeah, hanging out. This is cool. I like it. Oh, look, you can make your own boards and stuff. Yeah, well, we'll if, if this is on Game Pass, we'll play it. The photorealism, the photorealistic graphics look really good, but then again, it has to be pretty. Let's be honest. All right. A game like this has to be. So, pretty. can you make this game, but with Star Wars? So like you have a bunch of stormtroopers riding bikes, like 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 snow I mean, speeders and stuff. The, the back the back <laughs> the backdrops look really good. I mean the 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 backdrops looks good. But will this game be complete? That that's what's be- that's what's good about this game though. Games like this though, Pone, okay, are just open world and you make your own magic happen. That's that's basically what they're doing here. I know you're I know you're being joking, but that's what they do here. They you make your own you make your own uh, adventures and stuff basically. Supposed to come out February twenty fifth. Oh, they got scared off because of the demo of uh, Outriders. That's why. That's why it's not coming out. All right. Do we have any other things I'm missing here? I think we have all the stories. What's up, what, what's up with the inflatable gator guy falling down the hill? There's a there's a giraffe on that last one. There were there there's costume mascots and stuff. Oh, they're, they're, they do that downhill thing like in real life. I watched one of those downhill things. The bike, the, did, a thousand people at the top of a mountain did, and did, going down the mountain. That looks pretty cool. Did you ever see the? Uh... The cheese, the cheese wheel they put down the the hill and people start running after it. Have you ever seen that? The cheese wheel. Yeah, it's no. a, it's a it's a sport. Mount, I watched the mountain bike one. The mountain bike. Let me let me, let me see if I could find it. Yeah, they they do a, a cheese race. It's a cheese race downhill. Like actual cheese, or they're cheese. Yeah, no, it's the no, no, no. It's a it's a it's a cheese race. Like uh, cheese race downhill twenty nineteen. People dislocate their their knees and stuff. Watch this. This they they roll a piece. It's it's in the UK. Okay, it's in the it's in the UK. Watch this, Sarge. You're you're, you're gonna hurt. You're gonna hurt here. Look, they roll a piece of cheese down the hill, and then people just throw themselves down the hill, and they have to race. And whoever gets there first wins the cheese. <laughs> This is real. Yeah, this is real. People are break their knees and caps. Look, look. I, I don't see anything yet. I gotta wait for the, the thing to catch this, up. This is this is insane, right? And, and you win the cheese. They throw themselves down this hill to chase a piece of cheese, a, a wheel of cheese. Is right. Is this in like? Is this like in Denmark or something? Uh, it's in UK. I don't. I don't know where. Yeah, people. People. I don't think there's been a. I don't think there's been a person that's died. I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyone went for the cheese. I think the cheese is just there for yeah. distraction. They're just throwing fat people down the hill. <laughs> it's what this looks like. They're just throwing a bunch of people down the hill. Yeah. 
Look, you're throwing you're throwing yourself look down at, a hill. Look at the road. Did you see the road rash she had on her? Look, look at the road rash she has on her arm going down. I doubt this some. Guy, I I doubt. This guy broke his leg. I doubt someone. I I doubt they go before the, the event happens and like comb the grass for sharp rocks or anything. They probably just rope it off and go. Yeah, this is the hill. All right, throw the cheese down. Let's watch this. This is this is internet gold. Yeah, she's she gets a glass of wine because she won, right? To go with her cheese. Yeah, look, you get to sign the cheese, and then you get you get the broken bones and everything. Why did they tackle that dude? What was that? It's very easy for training water. You just find a hill in an area where you live, and you throw yourself down a hill. Yeah, how do you train for this? You just do you train it off down a big hill? So well, the producer, the producer's here. Yeah, there's my producer. My producer's in the room. Uh, how can I help you, producer? Is that your helicopter? I mean, I throwing... it up by oh, cool. Let me see it. Let me let me let me see. My son just made this helicopter all in, by myself in the game, up in the air, all by himself. Nice job, bud. There you go, bud. <laughs> Thanks nice for job. sharing that. Okay. So that uh, that's it right there. We we ended with a, a Minecraft helicopter from my producer. That's that's what he's doing. Drink a ton of alcohol. That looks like that's what it looks like how you train. Yeah, that's I, I guess that's how you train. All right. So Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode two forty seven is in the can. I do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us. If this is your first time here, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button if you like, only if you like. Hit the down button. I don't care as long as you interact. I don't care how you interact as long as you interact. Okay. So if you're if you're here. You have to be some sort of type of person where if you're here the entire two hours listening to us and then you hit down, down vote, there's something. I mean, if you want to do that, that's cool, right? I'm okay with that. I'm just saying it's kind of weird because you didn't like it, but you sat here for two hours listening to us. Just committed. (laughs) I really want to hate this guy. So committed. I I appreciate you guys all coming out. Uh, This show is over. We're going to be taking about a 10-minute break, and then we're going to play Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can watch or listen to this over here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming, or you can go to iTunes, Google play, Spotify, or anchor.fm after the fact. And to listen, appreciate you very much. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming. And if you'd like to go above and beyond that, hit that join button. We're here. We make content all the time, four days a week, right here over on YouTube. And we also have a Twitch channel. I appreciate you very much. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.